this week is Holy Week as we prepare for the culmination of the purpose of Jesus Christ. We we navigate through why Jesus came and the things that, that we have to be mindful of as we navigate through life itself. Now, today's message focuses on two simple words. Focused freedom. Focused freedom. Wherever there is freedom, there is also focus. And, and later on in the week, you, you'll, you'll hear me talk about chains and, and about the, the, the concept of how a chain looks, ranging from the links of a chain to, to the locks. And, and you'll hear me talk very deeply about these things. But before we get there, I want to work backwards instead and talk about freedom, focused freedom. And you'll never experience complete freedom until you are totally focused. You'll never experience complete freedom until you are totally focused. Now, tomorrow I'll talk about the, the, the concept of, of submission. But before I even get there, I want to say this. The strength of your focus is directly tied to the speed of your submission. The strength of your focus is directly tied to the speed of your focus. We look into 1 Peter chapter 2, in which Peter is telling, telling the people to get rid of all evil behavior, the things that, that hold you back, deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech, and to crave pure spiritual milk that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. If I can switch that word salvation for a full experience of freedom, in order to get there, we have to first get rid of all evil behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it says, for you are free, yet you are God's slaves. So this is the part that gets me. Don't use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. Don't use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. When we think about the Old Testament, just in the first three books, humanity gave up its freedom by choosing to rebel against God. They used their freedom to, to, to commit evil. We think about Jesus comes on earth to, to give us life and give life more abundantly. But before that even happened, there was rebellion because of people taking the freedom that God so freely gave and used it for evil. The perfect freedom that God created in the garden was gone. And the long-term effects were, were both physical and, and spiritual, right, right? So the Old Testament talks about how God's people lost their physical freedom. Remember, when you look at the Old Testament, people were in bondage time and time again, most notably the, the Egyptians in, in Exodus. We, we, we see it relatively often. The loss of physical freedom was often tied to spiritual disobedience. But I'm so glad about it because time and time again, God forgave the people and rescued them, the Israelites from Egypt. Why this happened? Because he was foreshadowing what we celebrate this week, the arrival of Jesus Christ. Spiritual slavery could lead to death, but because of Jesus freeing us, because of Jesus' focus 
on the task at hand, we, we have a better life to live. Jesus came to free us from death, from sin, anything that enslaves us, but takes focus. We think about for God so the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The best news ever is that faith in Jesus alone gives us freedom. When people who believe in God still battle with sin that happens time and time again, they are no longer slaves to it. People can be set free from the bondage of all of these things that, that range from greed, pride, um, pornography, addiction, um, um, abusive behavior, gluttony, selfishness. There are so many things you can be freed from once you accept that someone came to free you. The crazy thing about it is that God gives us freedom to choose our own path. The one thing is that we have free will. And God allows us to make that decision. God created human beings, not robots. And the thing about it that I've learned throughout this life that we don't have to accept the freedom that is offered to us through Jesus. We are given that free will to accept or reject the salvation, the freedom. But hell is a real place. And are we glad that this week, the suffering that Jesus goes through towards the end of it prevents us, saves us from that place. But we're not forced to obey Jesus. We're not forced to obey God. The best life is to, to, to devote, to submit, as I'll talk about tomorrow, to submit <coughs> to what God has said. It says this, for you were called to freedom. But do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Do, eh, 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 Christ has set us free. Christ is focused on saving us while we were yet sinners. Leads us to have to stand firm and not submit to the things that he freed us from. It's like going in reverse. We can't go in reverse when we've been free from it. When it comes to a relationship and a relationship ends and you're supposed to move on, you can't turn back. It's actually to be put back in the gym. I spoke a few weeks ago about the concept of prisons, about breakthrough and breaking in. We have the key to break through, but we have the habit of trying to go back into our prisons. But where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We were called to freedom. We are to live as people who are free. The truth will set us free. So if the sun sets you free, you'll be free indeed. The Bible speaks so much about freedom, but why are we not focused to accept that the freedom has already been given to us? Because free will causes us to think on both sides of it. And the one thing that we need to remember is to never take advantage of God's grace and God's mercy. Because that's the problem of free will. You take advantage of it so many times. I, I can go back again. It's all right. This happened, but I, I, I can come back. And it's true. You, we can always come back. But why not submit yourself 
to the will of God and allow him to operate in you. So when you do make a mistake, which happens from time to time, it happens all the time. What ends up when we think about Saul and David, Saul messed up and he ran away from God. David messed up time and time again and ran back to God. That's free will. Because the will is open there. You can either run from God or run to God. And that is what David did. But are we being like Saul? Messing up, running away, and then, yeah, you can forgive me now. What are we doing with our freedom? Is our freedom tied to our focus? Is something to really deeply think about as we continue to navigate through these things. I said three weeks ago, before you adjust your focus to something new, you first must develop a new perspective. And the new perspective that I want us to be mindful of is this concept of not taking advantage of the free will that God has given us. You are free indeed. After this, bind anything that you think you are not freed from. Because the chains can be broken very easily. The cycles can be broken very easily once you declare it. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. So it's up to you to step out and step forth and say, this is what I want for my life. This is what God has called me to be and called me to do. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. But you have to remain focused. You have to use your freedom to do what God has called you to do. For this week is extremely important because you'll see throughout the week how I talk about although Jesus was nailed to the cross, and we think that 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 in this case is a bad thing, but but it, it was Jesus' submission to the cross that saved us. So I'm thankful today that He did it for me. Before I even came onto the earth. He did it for us. Before we even. Were born. That's love. That's dedication. That is. Focus.